0: Head to MikeReinald.com slash knee for more information and to sign up today. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reinald Show, we talk about some of the ways that we enhance speed in our athletes. The Ask Mike Reinald Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast i wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training if you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance this is the course for you head to mike slash performance to sign up today Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I am with my crew of physical therapists and strength coaches, or at least the ones that aren't camera shy, that want to join us on the podcast. We're here answering your questions, PT, sports, performance, fitness, career advice, business stuff, anything you want to ask, head to MikeReynolds.com and click on that podcast link and be sure to fill out the form to ask your questions on the show. These are these are all real questions, right? We didn't make these up. These are from, from real humans that uh, probably have some of the same questions that you have, right? So if you have one, drop it in our box and we'll make sure we'll try to get it in a future episode. So let's see, <clears throat> before we get to this week's question, we've got Dave Tilly. Lenny McCarina, Lisa Russell, Dan Pope, Mike Scaduto, Mike Scaduto, Duesh Podell, all here answering your questions from Champion. So this week, for our amazing question, because we have an amazing question this week. This one comes from George from Utah. George says, we don't get a lot of people from Utah, by the way, right? We Mm -hmm. should start keeping track of which states we get people from. I like it. Oh, Dewesh, by the way, is already unmuted and ready to unleash. <laughs> I'm just gonna this. he's ready to unleash. Let's see. George from Utah says, Hey champion. One thing I've tried to research, research more lately was how to improve speed in my athletes. I see many people work on form and technique, while <laughs> others say speed is just a result of strength and power. How does champion improve their athlete speed? Um, I like this question. Right. And Duesh and I kind of talked about this a little bit when, when it, when it kind of came in a little bit, but I like this question. I think that's actually a pretty solid debate that we're seeing online a little bit here is, is speeds just like a technique and a form type thing, or is it really just like a correlation between how strong and powerful somebody is? And I mean, if you, if you've been listening to our show long enough, right, you know that we never say it's one right it's the answer is almost always going to be both to an extent right so I already gave you like the answer a little bit but 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 good but good question there George so Duesh obviously why don't you start this off Duesh kind of you know runs our sports performance stuff at Champions so I think he's probably the most uh in tune with this sort of stuff um and then and and take it away I guess from there Duesh
1: yeah so to start I think you know reiterating what Mike said it's it's often both Right. We kind of have the same discussion with the soft tissue work and the and the loading and all that stuff all the time. But I think in this case, it's also both. Now, with that said, um, you know, we we always got to think specificity. If you're trying to get an athlete really, really fast and the end goal is speed. Right. The focus of the program does have to be on sprinting, running. Right. If we're talking multidirectional speed, it's got to be on change direction. So practicing it is probably going to be a bigger benefit. Then maybe even some of the strength and power stuff, right? So that's one thing that we can't forget. Um, we, we know that, you know, getting stronger, being more powerful, can definitely impact speed quite a bit. But if you're never running, right, it's hard to say that you're going to get faster, right? So I think that's one thing to consider. Now, with that said, the way that I kind of think about improving speed in my head is it's three categories of things, right? I put a, a ton of emphasis on positions and posture, put a ton of emphasis on power and I've put a ton, ton of emphasis on practice. Um, so those are like my, my three P's. I, th- and, I was gonna uh, say, I
0: think I see where you're going with this there. Those are a lot of P's in, the, in those words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So that, that's just one way that I like to that I like to simplify the process, right? Cause we, we do know that posture is really, really key. Um, we have distinct phases of speed. We have an acceleration phase. We have top end sprinting mechanics that look fairly differently as far as positions and postures go. So I make sure that I have athletes understand and keep in on all these positions. Um, understand some like the key differences. We know that acceleration is slightly more go- uh, ground contact time. It actually requires a little bit more like strength to get going because um, you got to push into the ground for a little bit longer. Whereas top end sprinting mechanics is a little bit more elastic in nature. You're kind of cycling a little bit quicker. Um, stride frequency is higher while stride length is also pretty long. Whereas on acceleration. Um, the stride length is long, but you're actually pushing into the ground for quite a bit longer. Right. So we do know that in these instances, like you need to be powerful, you need to be strong. Right. So we do train our athletes to be powerful and strong. Um, so again, to answer the question in a, in a holistic sense, um, a lot of emphasis on strength and power so that they have the baseline capability of being fast. Just think by raising that floor up for the athlete or. Even like raising the ceiling up, right? If we're if we're talking about what's like the the end goal, or you know what's what's the max speed that they can achieve, right? You could probably get them really fast just by doing sprinting work and just by doing position work and practicing. But if we can improve their strength and power, they'll probably have a higher ceiling to potentially get faster than they would if there was no strength training involved whatsoever.
0: I like that. And it's, it's funny too, like for some reason, like sprinting and speed work um, people don't think of like any other sport activity. So, let's say like baseball pitching velocity, right? That's like, do we, do we work on strength and conditioning or do we just work on pitching mechanics lessons, right? Like the answer is almost always both, right? You want to be as strong and powerful as you can be with efficient mechanics that are, are related to increasing your output, right? And there's lots of ways you can sprint poorly, right? That you can have poor mm-hmm. form that may be limiting your speed, right? But also like, I, I, I think we also like to think you're probably not maximizing your speed if you're not maximizing your strength and your power right? So it's kind of, you know, interesting to kind of, you know, put it that way. I think a lot of people say that. Uh, but it's funny, like, how many times have we had parents, like, contact us or ask us and say, like, hey, you know, I want to get my kid on a, uh, you know, do you guys do, like, a speed camp, right? Every, why do parents want to do sp- <laughs> speed camps? That's, like, the biggest thing. Like, do you guys do speed and agility work? And it's, like, well, your kid's 12, right? Like, he's, <laughs> like, I don't know if, I don't know if, if I was doing ladder drills and stuff, but it, it's, like, that. that's, what, like, the, the parents think uh, is the most appropriate thing for them. So, i don't I don't know when you why don't you touch on that just briefly, Dewey because that's I think the answer to george's question mm-hmm. right is is to work on a little bit of both right but like how do we how do we educate like the parents that come to us like is there anything like
1: you, you say or is it just explaining what you did yeah no I, I definitely do think there's a big education component to it um I think it's fairly easy for an uh, for an athlete or a parent to just kind of assume like all right, here's kind of what I see everyone doing. Um, to get faster they do all these like fancy drills they do all these things that look like speed they you know it looks like quick feet and they assume that that's what's equating to speed right so all we got to do is we got to just kind of get their understanding to be a little bit different where you know we explain to them all right here's here's what acceleration or you know picking up speed looks like right here's what once you pick up speed here's what maintaining that top end speed looks like here's how you change direction a little bit more efficiently, right? If we can start getting them to understand some like the key component parts, and then we start explaining how we work on those component parts separately and then put it all together as a whole, I think they can get a better understanding, right? So typically yeah. if I have an athlete or parent that's really, you know, focused on speed and that's all they want, and that's all they like care about when they come into the disability, I say, Hey, listen, like we're going to work on all those things, right? We're going to make sure that, that your athlete understands all the positions. They're going to get a lot of practice and actually being fast and running fast. Right, and get the exposure for it but we know that let's say we have athlete a and athlete b they both have really really good technique right what's the thing that's going to separate them out and that's going to be how powerful they are as an athlete right, right. so i get them an understanding of we do work on that power component that you're going to be able to get yourself to have higher potential as an athlete um and not just simply come in here and do fast fast feet you know the the ladder stuff and like you know the, whatever whatever else is yeah, fancy
0: and I'd share too, just like from our biomechanical work with like some of the stuff we've done at the lab at ASMI or even now with the White Sox we're doing with our our lab that we're doing there is if we're looking at force production output and what we're trying to do. So if you're a strength coach, physical therapist working on that, uh, most of it is hip extension and then ankle plantar flexion, right? So keep that in mind, right? When you want to start building programs, it's hip extension and ankle plantar flexion. I think we always go straight to the knee, right? When we talk about sprinting, well, I, I mean you guys probably don't, but maybe, maybe, maybe I did at one point in my life. Right. But like, it's not about like how fast you can drive up. It's how it's about how fast you can drive down. Right. And then kind Mm -hmm. of explode off it. It's, it's a very interesting thing. So when you're building your programs, it's hip extension and plantar flexion, strength and power. I think that that's a really important kind of factor to consider with, speed and, and even probably just agility with everything. So, um, so I don't know, this is a big topic, right? So I think George gets that. I think George gets a little bit of his understanding that you need to be strong and powerful, but we need to do some form. Sprint form isn't something we learn, right? As physical therapists, we don't learn it at all. Of course, as strength and conditioning coaches, I would assume, you know, I didn't learn it in my preparation in there. Um, Dwesh, what do you think is a great resource that you could maybe share with people that you think helped you understand a little bit of those three Ps that you came up with, but really the ones related to, you know, your form and that aspect of strength, um, speed and
1: agility? Yeah, my, uh, my two go-to resources for speed stuff um, is definitely Derek Hansen. Um, he talks a lot about linear speed. So he's a, he's a big track coach. He does a lot of consulting with, you know, um, NFL teams and NBA teams and stuff. Um, he's a really good one to learn just linear speed, really gain understanding. Um, right. He's, he's taken a lot of, um, Charlie Francis work. He's you know a, a big time name in the strength conditioning industry, um, and has done a lot of sprint work. So he's my favorite for linear, uh, for change of direction and lateral speed, um, Lee Taft, is another guy that i really look up to and you know tend to pick up a lot of stuff from um so if you just follow those guys and you know follow maybe some of the other people that they follow you're probably going to get a pretty good amount of information on how to how to learn more about speed and you know postures positions um and all the practice and programming too
0: yeah, and I think they all have like a bunch of good resources too for like you know educational mm-hmm. stuff too that they can pick up on. So um, awesome, great stuff. I feel faster already. I don't know about you guys. Um, so I think that I think that was a success, successful episode. That was good. Uh, we probably had the longest duration of mutes uh, from the physical therapist on their Zoom calls uh, during this, but I like it. Um, good stuff Duesh. I appreciate it. Um, if you have a question like George, please head to micround.com, click on that podcast link, and we'd love to answer. anything you want to talk about just ask in that form and we'll get to it on a future episode thank you so much thanks so much for listening to the podcast if you have a question you'd like us to answer head to mike slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe rate and review us on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast and please share this with your friends to help spread the word